welcome to the episode of the Domination Sports Nation podcast. This is where a dad and his son talk sports. I am I am Dominic the son. And uh, we call him Dom, hence the name Domination. Get it? Thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> so uh, for our first podcast, we thought we'd give you a, uh, a short little recap of the NFL draft. I know sports fans are really starved for something live to watch, and they got that starting last Thursday. It was the first virtual NFL draft. What did you think of it, Dom? Um, I thought it was very creative. Whether it was the virtual blues that Roger Goodell was getting or that most of the GMs and coaches were at their houses just sitting in their offices picking players. Yeah, I, I thought that was definitely the coolest part of it. Um, at one point, I know Bill Belichick put his uh, dog behind the laptop in his house. Uh, Bruce Arians looked like he was out on his back patio. Cliff Kingsbury had a pretty sweet house, so... I thought that was really cool. And at least Goodell had a good sense of humor with the virtual booing. Yeah, he wasn't too mad about it, I guess. I don't know if he gets mad about the booing. Yeah, I think he gets paid enough to not have to worry about people booing him, I'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd say that. But, uh, yeah, so it was cool to see Rogers uh, set up with his memorabilia and his books. Looks like he's got a nice little basement, but... Uh, you know, again, he's as stiff as usual and pretty boring, right? Yeah, just saying the pick is in or whatever, but um, the picks were very interesting this year. They were, and uh, I know there weren't a heck of a lot of surprises at the very beginning of the draft. What did you think of the, the first, maybe the top ten picks and the quarterbacks that went? What, what were your thoughts on how it went? Uh, I felt that the first picks in the top 10 were, uh, they were very predictable. Uh, the Bengals taking Joe Burrow, Dolphins taking Tua, and then Herbert going to the Chargers. That was all obvious unless the Dolphins traded up to do something. Uh, the rest is pretty obvious except for one pick, and that was the New York Giants. Yeah, to, to kind of give you a little history here, I'm a lifelong Giants fan. I've guess basically brainwash you to be one as well although you also root for the uh the hometown rams we live in southern california and you also like the panthers so uh i've taught you over the years that uh, gettleman will never cease to disappoint as a giants gm he thought he might take a tackle personally i thought worth from iowa beckton from louisville might be better what did you think of andrew thomas from georgia um i felt that i don't know about thomas his abilities but I guess Gellman wanted the guy to be ready to play offensive line as quickly as possible to protect their franchise quarterback, Daniel Jones, which is another questionable pick from Gellman from last year's draft. They could have gotten Josh Allen and then get Jones later, but that's just what could have happened, I guess. I agree, and if they, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. if they'd wait till this year, they were looking at uh, two and Herbert being available, right? Yeah, and Joe Burrow. Indeed. So uh, I think the interesting story for me was the Dolphins. Everyone thought they were going to tank this year. They actually won a few games and didn't have to trade up to get their man. What did you think of the Tua pick? Uh, 
I felt that Tua fell to them because of his hip injury, and if he didn't get hurt, he may have been the number one pick, and he may have took Alabama to the college football playoff once again. Yeah, I think I agree. He's really talented. He probably would have been the top pick. I know people are concerned about his hip, but looks like the Dolphins had a doctor look at it and give it an opinion, so they're happy. Uh, what do you think about our other local team, the Chargers, taking Justin Herbert? Uh, I like the fit. I like how he's going to have weapons around him, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and he's going to have Austin Eckler at running back. I like the pick, and I like Herbert, too. He's a really mobile quarterback for being 6'6", and I like his arm. He has a big arm. Yeah, and I've got to give uh, the Chargers get a lot of flack here for no one really wanting to root for them, but Tom Telesco... Uh, and they had Philip Rivers for many years. They let him go. They didn't create a fiasco like the Giants did with Eli on the bench behind Daniel Jones. They, they let him leave in free agency, and then they get their quarterback of the future. So it uh, looks like they're handling it well. Um, what did you think of uh, of the remainder of the middle of the first round, how it went? Uh, the rest went pretty well, except there were two decently surprising things. Uh the first being the receivers falling through the midway point of the draft. The Raiders taking Henry Ruggs instead of CeeDee Lamb. And then the Broncos get Jerry Judy instead. And then the Cowboys end up taking CeeDee Lamb, which I thought was crazy because they need some defense. I agree, and I think uh, I think Jerry Jones, he looked pretty happy on his yacht to have CeeDee Lamb on part of it is that they kept them away from their rival Eagles too. Yeah, that too. The Eagles desperately needed a wide receiver. They ended up getting that TCU wide receiver instead of Justin Jefferson. That was pretty questionable too. Kind of surprised by that too. You and I like Jefferson and I think the uh, Vikings are happy to have him fall there where they drafted. Yeah, that was a good replacement for Stephon Diggs. Yeah, and they got a pick and return from the Bills, so I I think they did pretty well. Um, I know the Raiders took a cornerback from Ohio State that some people question, but uh, really there was only one huge surprise in the draft, and uh, it involved the Green Bay Packers trading up. What did you think? Um, I thought it was pretty questionable. I really thought that they could have passed up on Love. I don't know too much about him. I didn't watch too many of his games. He played in the Mountain West, but he just has to fix his interceptions. But the bad thing for him is that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a good mentor. He still has a few left with the Packers. I don't get the QB pick, but they could have even stayed patient and gotten Jacob Eason or Jake Fromm. But that's just my thinking. What do you think about it? Yeah, I agree. But they did the same thing they did when they drafted Rodgers back in 05. They already had Favre in place since time Rodgers is 36. I think Favre was about the same age. And um, when Rodgers was uh, apparently asked by the media about it, he said he was blindsided. And we know how he gets. He's not happy. So you've got his heir apparent behind him. I, like you said, I don't think he's going to help him. And uh, I don't even know if Jordan Love is worthy of being picked in the first round. Honestly, I think the Packers could have had him where they were at 30 instead of having to trade up with the Dolphins. Yeah, I felt that was pretty questionable too. It's just, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, and then uh, other than that, you know, the Patriots did their usual thing. They trade out of the first round to stockpile more picks in the later rounds. And uh, I think day two, the second round, 
a couple players fell. I mean, um, you look the last pick of the first round, you're a big Patrick Mahomes fan. So were you happy with what uh, Andy Reid did and then um, getting another running back? Yeah, I felt that Damian Williams needed some help in the backfield. And LaShawn McCoy had injury problems and he didn't do too much with them. So I like the Clyde Edwards-Alaire pick, especially the fact that he's listed as 5'8". And for his size, he is so, like, mobile. He could do so much for his size, and it's crazy, and I like the pick. Yeah, I know you liked him watching LSU games, and Andy Reid seems to envision him as the uh, next kind of Brian Westbrook-type player he had with the Eagles. So as a result of that, uh, we had a running back fall to the second round. What did you think of DeAndre Swift uh, being picked on day two? Um, I thought it was pretty crazy that... Him, Jonathan Taylor, fell uh, to the second round. There's only one uh, running back picked in the first round, so that was really crazy. Just tells you how many defensive players and O-linemen were taken in the first round. So I like the pick from the Colts it was that DeAndre Swift went to. The Colts desperately need a running back, so I like the pick. The uh, the Lions got Swift, right? Oh, yeah, the, the Lions. Colts ended up... Yeah, the, but the Colts ended up with Taylor, so you're right. They got it. They yeah. did get a young running back they need, so that was good. I kind of like what the Colts did. Didn't they? Didn't they get a receiver as well later on? Yeah, they got Michael Pittman from USC, who is the underdog in the draft. Yeah, and a lot of people were talking about him as being a first round talent. So it looks like they got good value there. And then you know we we criticized Dave Gettleman, but it looks like his second round pick was a good one. Xavier McKinney, a safety from Alabama. Yeah, I like the pick, especially that they passed up on Isaiah Simmons to play that defensive position. But McKinney can do a lot. I watched him at Alabama. He's pretty good. Um, I think he's going to be a pretty good defensive player for the Giants, especially the fact that they needed defense because their defense was awful last year. Definitely. And then I think the other theme of the second round is you started seeing some tight ends going uh... – Bears took one, the Patriots ended up taking two. What did you think of those? Uh, I like the tight end picks. I like Devin Otsiotsi going to the Patriots. He did pretty well with UCLA. Um, the Bears tight end pick was pretty good too. I like, uh, was it Cole Komet from Notre Dame they took? Yes. Yeah. The local guy. Yeah, I like the pick too, so he's not going to be traveling too far to Chicago. I like both those tight ends going. Yeah, and then the, the only other thing, I mean, um, you and I kind of tuned in and out the last two days watching some of those picks. They, they come in fast and furious, but uh, is there anything that stood out to you or was a surprise or a sleeper that you like? Um, I like the Rams picks, the fact that they traded out their first round pick and they ended up getting two decently solid players in the second round. I like the Cam Akers pick because they released Todd Gurley. And they need a running back. Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson can only do so much. And then the wide receiver from Florida. They need a wide receiver to replace Brandon Cooks. I like both those picks. Yeah, Van Jefferson. I know uh, Daniel Jeremiah liked him a lot. And he's a son of a former NFL wide receiver, Sean Jefferson, who played with the Patriots back in the day. So I agree with you. Good picks. To, uh, you know, Sean McVay is realizing we've got some holes on offense. and need to help Jared Goff while we've got him. Yeah, they went all in on the Super Bowl. They didn't end up winning it, so now they got to replace some guys. 
And then uh, also locally, uh, the Chargers traded up into the first round. They got a, a linebacker from Oklahoma. What did you think of him? Um, it seemed that he always showed up in the big games. Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Me just watching the Cotton Bowl against Texas. He'd always make impactful tackles. He'd just be everywhere on the field. And in college football playoff games, too, with Oklahoma, he'd just be everywhere for Oklahoma. So I like the pick for the Chargers. Yeah, good pick. And then later on, they uh, they took another local player, a running back. What did you think of that? Uh, I like the running back from UCLA. Um, the pick, especially that Melvin Gordon is out. He's on the Broncos, so they need a running back. And Austin Eckler can only do so much. Kelly's his name, yes, right? Yes, Joshua Kelly. Right. He, he seemed to do well with UCLA this year. Um, and then... Uh, the, the Broncos in the second round. Didn't they take a second receiver? I think John Elway's really trying to go all in to help Drew Luck. Yeah, he's going all in. I think Drew Luck is the franchise quarterback for them now. They finally found their QB. Um, I don't recall who got picked for the Broncos. It was a it was another receiver. I'll I'll have to look yeah. that up, but I was surprised they went they went one two on that. Maybe it was one of the uh LSU receivers. I'll have to look that up, but uh other than that, Dom, I, I think the only thing that stood out to me is that after Herbert and Love, there was kind of a long pause. And then in the second round, uh, the Eagles did a little bit of a surprise at the quarterback pick. What did you think of that? Yeah, they took Jalen Hurts, and I didn't expect Jalen Hurts to get picked that early, which is saying something really, and especially that the Eagles already found their franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz if he Wentz can just stay healthy for them. It'd be pretty well, pretty decent, sorry. But um, I don't know about the Hurts pick if they're going to try to do like what they did, the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson his first year, just running him. But I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I think it does, I think you're right. At the start, like Peterson will use him in that kind of uh, role where he comes in and can do the run pass option. And then, too, I mean, look, the, the Eagles got knocked out of the playoffs because Wentz got hurt yet again in the wild card game against Seattle. And, and the NFL, you got quarterbacks that get hurt you need a decent backup at the very least or maybe they're even saying hey if Wentz doesn't have it in a few years maybe we've got our quarterback of the future yeah I guess it was a questionable pick but it was reasonable right I agree I think he's a good player we'll see how he pans out but then after that Dom not a not a lot of quarterbacks taken until uh, Jacob Eason and then Jake Fromm was waiting around. What did you think of those? Um, the Jake Fromm pick interests me as well. Another franchise quarterback the Bills have, Josh Allen. They took Fromm. I guess they would just want a decent backup, and I guess that was their pick for Eason as well. He's on the Colts. The Colts have Phillip Rivers. I guess that would be a great mentor for Jacob Eason. Yeah, and they didn't have to waste a high draft pick on him, so um, he can learn under Rivers for at least a year, maybe two. So I like that. I know uh, he transferred from Georgia, which is ironic, but they, they say he's got a good arm. So maybe uh, we know how Frank Reich's good with quarterbacks, Yeah. Right? So other than that, Dom, any, any other? You know, you're way more into college football than I am, and you know the heck of a lot more about the players than I do is there any other sleeper type picks or surprises that you saw later on in the draft? Um, I just saw one thing, and that was a safety from LSU, Grant Delpit. Uh, he stayed for his senior year at LSU. I guess that was a good thing because he won a national championship, but he fell to the mid-second round, and 
he was not picked for a while, so that was a pretty surprising thing too. Yeah, and uh, he looked like a, a, he could be a good player. Um, for me, I uh, I was just more surprised at Swift, and I, I think uh, Fromm fell. I, I thought Fromm might go a little earlier, and just kind of surprised that the, the Bills would take him, considering they've already got their franchise quarterback. But uh, yeah, I think uh, the thing that stood out to me is just there were, we, we knew there'd be a ton of Alabama and LSU players picked, but there were a decent amount of UCLA players picked. Yeah. As we know, living here in Southern California, that's a team that's that can't get the can't get the winning thing going, can they? But yeah, they got, talent. they got a lot of talent. They just can't get over the hump. Chip Kelly needs to wake up. Yeah, huh? he seriously does. So uh, before we wrap up our, our first podcast, and thanks again for your insights, Dom. Yes. You are great with the names and the Thank drafts. You. Maybe you can be the next Mel Kiper Junior someday. You're welcome, but. Uh, any other thoughts on the, the draft itself, the virtual draft, the coverage? What did you think? Um, I thought everything went smoothly. Um, I was just really interested into everything besides the fact that we just haven't had any sports besides the last dance and um, the draft. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I agree. And uh, I should say in our future podcast, we will be doing reviews of the last dance. They are... Uh, back-to-back episodes every Sunday night through uh, the middle of May chronicling Michael Jordan. Um, I got to see him play growing up. You didn't, so it's <laughs> interesting to watch you uh, watch you see him play for the first time. But uh, before we end, I, I think um, ESPN did a really good job when you consider they had to put Trey Wingo in a studio by himself. <laughs> a bunch of people on screens and potential technical difficulties. Uh, I thought... I'll, all things considered, it, it went well. I know there was a little bit of delay where the pick would be named, and then you'd see the guy sitting there waiting five, ten seconds, and he finally realized he got picked. So, what did you, uh, what did you think of all that? Um, it, it really went quicker than a normal draft that would be in, let's say, Vegas. So, I thought it went quicker and more smoothly, and that was about it for me. Yeah, I didn't have any of the bands playing or any of that other fluff, so I think in that respect it was good too. Yes. So, Domba, uh, the NFL's come and gone. Hopefully, we see live games or training camp even soon. Yes. Um, any final thoughts about the NFL? Um, just hoping that the season doesn't get delayed and that this whole thing can just um get over us, and that we hope that there's not a second wave of this virus. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, social distancing is important, and that's even important for our, our favorite sports league. Now. Yeah. So uh, everyone stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you as well. And we'll be uh, sharing more information about how you can find the podcast in future episodes and uh, so on and so forth. And if you uh, like to get in contact with us, we'll pass that along as well. But uh not bad for a first episode. What did you think, though? I didn't think it was bad either. Thank you. You're welcome. You know all this stuff. I just asked you the question. <laughs> all right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye.